previously on my best friend's journal. I'm so good. I'm better than good, actually. I am half-vaxxed and feeling fine, baby. That is excellent. I'm also half-vaxxed. I, I will say the cat has been um, has been some comfort. I don't mind having a little company in here, someone nice to chat with. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> also... It went from it to someone very quickly. <laughs> Just yesterday, I watched Death Becomes Her for the very first time ever. I've only seen it once. Just checking in to let you know we're alive and still in Texas, and we will... In the will... middle of this dusty, endless stretch of oil production. Also so romantic, got STD tested, and I'm fine. Nothing to worry about. Great. I made myself so anxious. Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Us in the Brave New World. My best friend's antibodies. I'm Cam. And I'm Mike. And we're both pumped full of that sweet, sweet antibody. Uh, <laughs> that is to say, we each got our second COVID shot yesterday. So this episode may be a little more um, COVID-y than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Subdued, shorter than normal. I think is what I meant to say. As most listeners probably know, that second COVID shot can really take it out of you. Uh, Mikey, how'd you do with yours? Um, pretty heinously, to tell you the truth. I... <laughs> I was pretty confident that I would be 100% fine or that I'd be a little sore because after the first one, I really had, I was just a little bit tired. And for the most part, I just, I don't know, I made an assumption that I'd be okay. I started to get chills and I was like, oh, if it's just chills, that's no big deal. I'll just bundle up. That was just the beginning of it. I, I felt like I was fucking steamrolled. I was, I sweat (laughs) through my sheets. I had like on and off fever and chills and just body aches. I had a pounding headache all through the night. I thought I was dying. It was awful. I mean, I didn't think I was dying because I knew exactly what was happening. Um, Uh But uh, it, as soon as I got up this morning, like completely went away. I feel great now. Um, Oh, good. But it really was like a, like a 12 hour flu. Yeah, it was, it was almost exactly 12 hours and done. Um, I could have smacked myself because I was like, ah, you know what? Even if anything happens at this point, I'm about to go to bed. I can sleep through anything. Well, that is not true. <laughs> it was bad. Um, and how about you? I know you're maybe a little headachey right now. How was your How was your night? Yeah, that's about the worst of it. Um, I'm I was fine. I didn't get any fever or chills. Um, I woke up a couple times, but only because I had to pee because I had heard that being very hydrated was a was a good plan for the second dose. So oh, I heard I you drank, have as much tequila like, as possible. It's weird. Different doctors, you know. <laughs> weird is right. Uh huh. I had about a gallon of water last night, and uh, yeah, I had to wake up a couple times to pee, but I was fine. A little headachey, um, and a little lethargic, but uh, overall, like 
not even as bad as like a mild hangover. So Ugh. I'm perfectly, I shouldn't say perfectly fine. I'm, I'm good. And actually very energized by the fact that I have the second dose. It is so exciting to me that, uh, the vaccine schedule is just over and done with, uh-huh. and I don't have to think about it anymore. Um, Oh, the other symptom though, God damn, my arm hurts. I couldn't sleep on it. I couldn't lift my oh. arm above like, like, I don't know, 90 degrees this morning. It was, uh, that was like the worst part of it. I think it just felt, feels like someone just like went to town on my arm, like a, like a boxer, not like a, not like someone <laughs> fucked my arm. <laughs> Going back just a second. I agree so much with that satisfaction of dose two being done. Just like I've had so many things up in the air for the last few months for a lot of different, just random scheduling reasons. And now it just feels like such a huge thing out of the way. And it also feels like, you know, we can just rejoin the world. I'm very happy. And I would take a week of those atrocious symptoms over having COVID. So yeah, um, I was very willing to be sick for a day for the like the the peace benefit. of mind of knowing that I could leave my house, that I could hang out with my vaccinated friends, that I could, uh, you know, like live life do again, life things again. Yeah, yeah, um, that is a it's a it's a pretty low pretty low price, honestly. Says the guy that didn't get sick. <laughs> well, you lucked out, but you were ready to. Is the point? I just had no idea how brutal it was like i obviously have heard anecdotes and and whatever but this was just the symptoms from the vaccine people deal with this for weeks and months when they have the actual virus and i just i I guess i have a little more empathy now um having felt a tiny bit yeah so many people that i know that got covid um you know they said on no in no uncertain terms i don't know anyone that was even hospitalized but everyone that i know that got it you know even even a mild case said it was the sickest they've ever been in their life and that's quite a statement i mean we've we've all had the flu we've all been laid up with stomach viruses and shit but i mean my mom for example syphilis. she got it like per- syphilis yeah all of it uh, <laughs> my mom got it covid not so um, you don't know <laughs> for like a solid a solid 10 days and she she's a pretty tough cookie and she said very specifically this is the sickest she's ever been and she couldn't even before this like have imagined being that sick or, or feeling that awful for that long which brings me to an interesting point i think um i was laying in bed the other night thinking about getting the second dose and and kind of dreading feeling bad um and i was thinking about you know this the concept of like man flu about how men um just like the tiniest little cold they are just like total babies which i completely agree i think men are the the worst patients oh yeah Um, yeah i went down this rabbit hole in my head about how we socialize women in in this society and i think most societies just to suck it up and deal with it so like from 12 or 13 or whenever they first get their period start to menstruate start dealing with like uh with cramps and all the discomfort that comes from that we socialize women just to suck it up act normal. Don't be a baby about it. Like they have to go through, they have to jump through so many hoops if they want to like be excused from activities in school. They have to like ask, they have to raise their hand in the middle of class to ask if they can go to the nurse, even though they're feeling awful. It is at least a week every month for most of their lives that they are dealing with this shit. And we just say like, suck it up, deal with it. It's how it works. And then men have the audacity to like occasionally get sick and the world must grind to a halt around them. Like no wonder women get so frustrated with men and like their fucking man flu symptoms all the time. I, so many women I know have gotten this vaccine and have been like, no big deal. It wasn't great, but it was 12 or 24 hours. I I got over it. And then I was like fully prepared. I took, 
yesterday off. Like I, I put my computer away. I put on soft clothes. I laid on the couch just in preparation of feeling a little discomfort. I didn't know what was, what was going to happen, but I fully was prepared to be a full baby about this entire thing. And uh, w- women don't have that. They don't have that luxury. They don't get to take off a quarter of every month when sometimes they have much worse and much longer discomfort than what I was prepared for. We also haven't advanced childbirth in a millennia because mostly probably because <laughs> men don't um, don't experience it. If men were giving birth, there would be the technology and the the whole way it is done and approached would be a completely different thing because uh-huh. men only care about the pain they can experience and feel entitled to be loud about that while making everybody else uh, be quiet about theirs. Yeah, to like encourage the world around them to grind to a halt and demand a lot of attention about all the things that are going wrong. A friend of mine shared a like a little cartoon um, maybe six months ago and it's burned into my brain forever. It's so fucking funny about what it would look like if men gave birth. And it is fucking hysterical. Like assuming that they, that people were born through penises um, and it just shows like, <laughs> like uh, the, the woman kissing the engorged penis. That's you know, full of baby, uh-huh. like, and like putting, putting her arms around it. Like we do to pregnant bellies. And then they show after the fact, the, torn up dick it looks like just enough like <laughs> like a gutted snake um and it's hanging out of his shorts oh it's really God. can you find that and put it on the instagram please yeah i'll find it it's um atrocious <laughs> but it is a good example of just like the disparity we don't even think about how how little pain in general in life we have to deal with as men compared to women uh, on a lot of different uh fronts there's an old i think it's margaret Cho bit about if men had periods and how <laughs> how every bachelor pad would look like a murder scene how guys would never be prepared how there would be they'd be like using tube socks like there's just (laughs) probably so true can you imagine a bachelor's apartment if men if men bled heavily from their penises for a couple days every month i don't want Uh. to um but what i do want is to hear about your gayest moment of the week can you please tell me something incredibly gay that happened to you this week gay 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 yeah um i mean it was pretty gay and pretty straight to the point i watched the rupaul's drag race grand finale and drank some hard seltzers and uh that was pretty much it <laughs> Ooh, thrilling! <laughs> <laughs> i mean the finale is a big deal it is a big deal um and the seltzers weren't white claw i would like to really quickly plug the new topo chico hard seltzers um they're not sponsoring us but man i wish they Use were promo they're code so mbfj <laughs> At topochicohardseltzer.com. I don't think that's a website. Um, it is really, really delicious, and I think it's going to be my drink of the summer. Um, but that's all I'll say about that. Uh, the finale was great. It was so much better than last year's Zoom bullshit. Uh, it was really just delightful to watch. Yeah, they made up for lost time, for they sure. They sure did. Uh, RuPaul performed. Uh, she I did know. a lackluster lip sync, which was so fun to watch. But you know what? She honestly, she lives in a world where she doesn't have to do shit. This is her empire, and she can just sit on her throne. So I give her a lot of props for just getting up and doing a lip sync. Also, she's a 60 year old man in heels. Like she's not going to break it down. Let's be honest. I was thrilled to she's see probably her got Lumbago. What's Lumbago? Is it related to Winnebago or Lombardi? Uh. Is it, is it Vince Lombardi <laughs> and a Winnebago, a Lombago? You just made a sports reference. Yeah. I'm wh- very and, impressed. and a recreational vehicle reference. I'm very, very hetero right now. <laughs> um, no. <clears throat> Lumbago is pain in the muscles and joints of the lower back. It's an old person thing. It's yeah. an old-fashioned phrase as well, I believe. So you'd know all about it. Uh-huh. So 
Um, anyway, it was it was a great finale. Very pleased with the win. Uh, spoiler alert, go forward 10 seconds. Very happy about Simone being our new reigning queen. She had it in the bag from episode one. I think Got Mick was Truly. really, really biting at her heels um, in the last few episodes. She easily could have could have been the winner as well. Um, but She should have been fucking second. Yeah, I hate... If, if you don't watch the show, by the time there's a top four, they do this weird thing where they like spin a wheel basically to decide who's going to be the top two as not opposed basically to, like, that's literally what they do well they like also there's a lip sync involved there's like some competition to it but mm. mostly that's it's by chance once yeah. you're in the top four you're all pretty much on a clean slate and um it's mm. it's annoying because there's a, a very big difference between the first and fourth person um so it just it feels unearned sometimes but yeah. anyway the end result was exactly what i think many were hoping for yes absolutely what was your gayest moment this week mikey um well it is what i guess i can only call cat brunch um this will be my last <laughs> this will be my last cat content thing um for a very long time because diddy the cat that we've heard so much about is back with her family um but in order she's, to she's on a farm somewhere in <laughs> yeah, rural Virginia. She's on a farm with rainbows and unicorns, yeah. Might kill the cat. No, she. I <laughs> met uh, our nicest friend Sam's family to pass the cat off in D.C. because they live in Virginia. So we had a little lunch, too, but I couldn't leave the cat in the car. So um, mm-hmm. That's frowned upon. Diddy has this little carrying case that almost looks like a little purse you'd put a tiny dog in. Um, and so uh-huh. I <laughs> pranced up to our table, and I, I sat Diddy right in one of the seats, and she had brunch with us. And it wouldn't have been so bad if not for the... like. If not for the direct comparison, there was seven dogs around us. It was that kind of brunch place where everyone was like a full family <laughs> like affair. On the patio. Yeah, uh-huh. um, lots of lots of puppies, and I am the lunatic who brought a cat. <laughs> that is crazy, like batshit behavior without a proper explanation. I bet you're on someone's Instagram stories. Like this <laughs> queer brought his cat to brunch. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't know why, like, no one's assuming I'm passing a cat off. They just think that I, like, brought her out for some air to enjoy brunch with us, get her a mimosa. Um, did did the waiter ever, like, acknowledge the fact that there was a cat at the table? Like, what was the situation? The waiter didn't. On the way out, one of the families around us with dogs was like, is there an animal in there in the little bag? Um, and then we went on to explain that there was indeed a cat, and they were a little appalled. We were like, we're just passing her off. We're, this is normal. Um <laughs> So it did come up, but we were luckily uh, on the way out the door, so we didn't have to deal with uh, too many repercussions. Oh my god, this poor elderly cat. Not only is it bouncing between households, but it's also being forced to bear the indignity of being at brunch with a bunch of dogs, <laughs> just sitting on a chair. Yeah, she was pissed. Um, watching you eat. Oh, she's not that funny. old. The cats live forever. How old is this cat? She's like 11, but cats can live to like 20. Yeah, can, but I feel like like the 14 to 15 range is more more you know regular okay so she's maybe not elderly but she's encroaching on senior citizen status yeah for sure she like has an aarp card she does yeah um (gasps) what would aarp be for a cat all animals really purr Mm, that wasn't bad wasn't wasn't good but it wasn't bad um (laughs) all animals rawr pussy (laughs) rawr pussy um okay I don't know what's wrong with me. Blame it on the vaccine. Oh, sure. Yeah. Headaches, sore arms, bad acronyms. All make sense. Um, <laughs> before we get into the journal, do you have any content you'd like to recommend to the folks? 
Um, not really. I haven't watched a ton. Um, although last night on the couch, we did binge an entire season of Rock the Block on HGTV. If you're into that kind of thing, it's a great show. There's two seasons, only four episodes each. Highly recommend. Also, you recommended maybe like six or eight months ago. I don't know when it came out, but Chelsea Handler's um, latest comedy special on HBO. It's called Evolution. Um, and it is so good. We finally watched it this past week. And I was so tickled. It's so funny. It's so poignant. It's oddly emotional. She does. She's doing a really good job of this like new kind of wave of stand-up comedy where there's almost like a, I won't say performance art aspect, but like it goes beyond just the laugh. So it always comes back and it will continue to make you laugh, but like it's, it goes way deeper than just like observational comedy and it's beautiful and good. And she She's been one of my favorite people for a long time. I can't believe I slept on this for so long. So if anyone else, uh, if anyone else is in that same boat and hasn't watched it yet, just do yourself a favor. It is easy watching. It goes really fast and it's truly delightful. I actually should watch that again. I remember really enjoying it. Um, but speaking of well outdated recommendations, you recommended to me, um, a while ago, season three of Great British Bake Off, which I had already seen, but I recently watched it again, mm-hmm. and it is, mm-hmm. it is the comfort weep? everyone needs. I did. Well, I finished it. I didn't. I didn't intend to, but I happened to save the finale for when my uh, antibodies were rocking. <laughs> yeah, for when my symptoms started showing up. So it was perfect timing. I was getting the chills, and I watched the finale where Nadia wins, and that season is just so beautiful. So again. Another old recommendation that Cam gave this time. Go back and watch season three specifically of Great British Bake Off. It is it is just so sweet. God, nothing is cozier than that show. It's it's truly, truly delightful. All right. With that, I think it's time to open, as Cam would say, the urinal. Let's do it. All right, bitch. It's August 15th, 2016. Where were we? It's a warm, warm <laughs> greeting. We, I'm dating... Garth. Um, oh, right. Girthy Garth. And waiting tables, I think. I think that's it, really. Just like summer in the city. Ah. Uh, there's nothing like summer, summer in the city. Douche, you're not your hole, so you're <laughs> getting shitty. Uh. <laughs> Hamilton, the lost tapes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you fucked that up, but I'm going to leave it. That was pretty gross. Uh, didn't go to the Wicked Equity Call. Well, thank God you wrote that down. I know. I love when I wrote the things that did not happen. What else didn't happen that Uh day? (laughs) Uh, Weird nighttime audition for New York Gilbert and Sullivan players. Chatted with Lisa on the subway home. Uh, Do I know this, Lisa? I don't think you do. She was a director of mine, and she was just lovely. And I ran into her on the subway, and she's one of those people that I don't mind running into on the subway, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, she was your director at Smush Martins because uh, you wrote... She was very sweet and flattering, offered me the same role from Smush Martins from last year again, but um, I had to say no. I love that I ran into her on the subway, and she offered me a role, like, as a coincidence. We bumped into each uh-huh. other, and she's like, you want to do this? I was like, no, thank you, though. <laughs> on August 17th, Rock Center till close, have made enough money to hopefully cover bills and rent and road trip now. Damn. Road trip where? California. Driving across the country. Oh, California, baby. California. Is a state. August 18th. Day shift at Rock Center. Slow but easy. Watched Death Becomes Her. Oh my God. <laughs> you are yelling at me. Um, yeah, good timing. <laughs> That's I wish so fun. Man, we were just a week off. I wish we had gotten there last week. Ugh. 
Oh, quick rewind. Two weeks ago, but still great. (laughs) Oh, two weeks. You're right. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's one of those weird coincidences. I mean, you've never brought that up. I had never seen it. It all happens at once. Life's insane, man. Life's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're worried about your weird red spots on your shoulder and stomach. You know I'm having sex, so I assume everything is an STD at this point. STI? It's hard to get mm-hmm. that vernacular in my head, even though it's been like that for 20 years now. Um, I <laughs> 20 might be an overstatement. I had like tiny, basically like, you know, kids just get random like dots on their face and skin, just like a random, like a rash? you know, things that just come and go. Not, but like individuals, not like a full rash. I love talking about my disgusting skin medical history <laughs> on this podcast. Um <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not that up close and personal with children's skin, so no, I don't no, know. No, okay. I only about. say this because eventually, when I get it, like when I ask someone about it, they were like, "Kids get this kind of shit all the time." It's just basically like, as you fight off bacteria or infections or whatever. <laughs> Love talking about bacteria and infections. This really is the antibody special. <laughs> um, basically, I had like tiny little red dots. Grossing himself out. It's a very normal <laughs> thing to say. I know. <laughs> Um, and I assume I was like, I don't want to give whatever this is to Garth. Um, or did Garth give it to me? And then I was like, <gasps> or did he <laughs> get your ass to the free clinic, baby? I see someone eventually on the road trip, actually, which is coming up soon. All right. Well, here we are. August 19th spent most of the day scrubbing the bathroom. Most of the day. How dirty was that bathroom? I think most of the day is hyperbole. There's just no way it was most of the day. It was long enough that you were late to uh go to the painting lounge with sam and aaron oh yeah paint and drink baby you wrote got a bit drunk and my painting sucks but it was so fun (laughs) (laughs) my painting did suck and our friend aaron is uh she's an artist so she's good at these things and sam and Mm -hmm. i were just like getting drunk and splattering colors and we look over and aaron's got a fucking picasso on there and we're like okay well (laughs) fuck you I'm an awful studio artist. I like I cannot paint for my life. I went to one of those one time and it very quickly just became about the wine and the chat because it was like this Absolutely. is Absolutely. That's this what is it's going for. straight in the trash. Well, that see yeah. you're you're better than I because I couldn't I couldn't put it straight in the trash because it was like I felt like I, you know, made this which is really a good reason for it to go right in the trash. But it was, it became a, um, it's like putting a child's artwork on the fridge. It's like, mm. no, and it was not, not even as good as a child's piece of art. Um, <laughs> I put it in the bathroom. It was bathroom art for like maybe a month until it got the boot. Okay. Till you peed on it. Till I peed on it. Yeah. That's the only way to get rid of bad art. You just got to take a piss. Um, August 21st procrastinated until three thirty. Jesus Christ. PM then spent or a whole day organizing. Apparently PM, but you can't write whole day after that. So procrastinated until 3.30, then spent whole day organizing, cleaning room, closets, kitchen, and packing. So the whole afternoon and evening. Road trip tomorrow. Oh, so soon already. I didn't realize. On the 22nd, you well, it just says Washington, D.C., so I guess you started your road trip. We began. You met Allie's friend. Minute Clinic thinks I might or might not have syphilis because of my skin spots. Here there we are. There it is. I... <laughs> was so annoyed because they so i luckily had just been i think maybe we said last episode i can't remember but i had an sti hey look i did it test um and so luckily that's going to come back at the exact right timing to prove that i don't in fact have syphilis but i went to this guy at the minute clinic he was like it's probably just syphilis i was like what do you mean it's probably just syphilis um (laughs) oh no no uh, no 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 that's not the right kind of bedside manner i know it was (laughs) I, well, that, what, that's what you get for going to a, a minute clinic, I suppose. But I, um, I like I said, it was nothing. There was like three little like I don't know, patchy spots, <laughs> and then uh-huh. later someone else was like, "Oh no, that this is what I was talking about with like things kids get. They're like it's just a random thing. It just uh-huh. goes away. Kids get it all the time because you're just like if you're you're fighting off something that you 
haven't been exposed to before and it literally just went away i felt no pain it wasn't even itchy i just like noticed anything in my body and i freaked the fuck out and then this guy's got the audacity of hope yeah he this guy's got the audacity of hope that perhaps it is syphilis <laughs> maybe i will have <laughs> crossed that off my bucket list oh god well you wrote so freaked out couldn't think of anything else while looking at the monuments in dc if this were a sitcom episode, you'd be like looking at the Washington Monument and seeing spots appear <laughs> <laughs> or like what looking at like the Lincoln Memorial and just seeing like a rashy, a rashy torso. <laughs> this feels like kind of a big reaction, though, for something that may or may not just be syphilis. Like it's very curable. That's true. But like it's a big deal if you're having sex with multiple partners and if it goes untreated for a long time. Like there's a, Multiple there's a lot partners. There. Have you met me? <laughs> But yeah, oh and I guess Lord. I'm seeing someone, so I'm not like thrilled at the idea of possibly sharing it. Um, on August 23rd, drove to Knoxville, very anxious, but called the the you called the clinic in Manhattan, and they told you that your syphilis results were negative. That guy really scared me. <laughs> yeah, at least it only lasted one day. That's true. I lucked out that I had just gotten a, a screening. Perfect. Now I can enjoy the rest of the road trip. Oh, good. Um. Taco Bell and a workout at hotel, sneaking four of us in. Cheap. Uh, cheap. Stopped at a winery for tastings. Okay, so we went we went from D.C. to Knoxville. Now, on the 24th, we're on to Nashville. You went to a cafe to book your New Orleans hotel. Then you had wine and went out. Bar hopping on Broadway. This whole road trip, we just booked on the road. We didn't, um, I think, did you and I do that on our road trip? Uh, we did, most of it, yeah. It's easier that way. Then you can just drive as much as you want and not have to like uh-huh. so much harder to try and keep a schedule on the road, especially there were four of us packed in a tiny Prius with a lot of luggage. So sometimes we didn't have as much. Wait, who's the fourth? Uh, one of Michaela's sisters. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Um, a cross country road trip in a Prius. How in the world did you all pack for that? It was tough. <laughs> it was tough. I bet it was. Damn. Um, so you went bar hopping on Broadway. Middle-aged ladies parentheses judy oh yeah do you know I, what that means well her name was judy <laughs> but what about middle-aged ladies just middle-aged ladies judy period oh they um i'm pretty sure they just had a great time with us young kids they bought us some drinks we danced oh, with them it was okay. lovely they were like 50 oh, <laughs> okay <laughs> went to the candy store live music and barbecue sides place some weed and beers then you swam at night oh my god what a full day that's very fun yeah Nashville. what a cool town the uh i mean i'm sure we just kind of did the the most touristy things but the the bar hopping was delightful even if it was touristy um you're have, this sounds like a great road trip honestly because on the 25th you're in new orleans easy parking and great hotel easy parking i love that so much <laughs> well, you love easy parking so much that it made the journal i was driving at that moment and i was scared to drive into new orleans and have to deal with it um uh-huh. and it was like an open spot right there and i was like yes and it was we could just park there for free for two days and i was thrilled honestly Half of my worry about moving to Philadelphia was parking, and you can remember that. No, I know. (laughs) I was there. (laughs) So you found your easy parking and great hotel. Then you walked Bourbon Street and went to some balconies. Saw awesome five-piece Dixieland band and had open containers. (laughs) So much life and music. Love New Orleans. Literally all I wanted to do was go see music, and it was everywhere. It was so easy. Uh Uh-huh. I love had open containers. Yeah. There's alcohol in this! (laughs) Just... Uh, really living it up yeah that's so fun slushies walking around the street it was so fun the food was great the drinks were great the music was great i've only i think i've been just once i need to go back to new orleans it's so fun 
you and I, we were going to go on our road trip. Yeah. <laughs> but it was literally the summer peak of the pandemic and there was no way we were going to fucking Louisiana. No, we just skipped all the cities. We like, that's why we ended mm-hmm. up in fucking death trap, Texas. <laughs> death trap, Texas. Do you mean that, uh, that one specific best Western that we wouldn't leave the room to go find dinner and instead had whiskey and weed for dinner? That's the one. <laughs> uh, August 26th. New Orleans Day 2. Oh, so you like stuck around for a minute here. So fun. Went through market and bought sunglasses. So much good street food. Looked in shops and got street beer. Swam at the pool and then jambalaya and fried pickles at the restaurant. Frenchman Street for tons of live music and a marching band. Amazing frozen... Frozen. Amazing frozen Irish coffee and mollies at the market. Jesus Christ, you just really did it up, baby. Yeah, we enjoyed that. Frozen molly, like the drug? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's better if you take it cold. <laughs> Uh, it's like a bonus shot in your smoothie. Can you just toss some molly in there? <laughs> well, if you could do it anywhere, it's New Orleans or Vegas, I guess. August 27th, left New Orleans for Austin. And then you wrote, great night, all in caps with a big square around it. You went to Tonky's Tacos, gay pride parade. Oh, yeah. Saw Alaska. Hi. Arcade bar with Jenga and skee ball. Rode a mechanical uh. bull. Uh. Spontaneously pierced my tragus. Love it. $87. <laughs> What a night. Um, okay. Oh my God. At least you got the financial journal in there. We went to um, that cave thing. I forgot what it's called, but it's a, it's like a, it's a tourist spot where the, all the bats are underneath the bridge and they all come flying out. We started there. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Which is scary and fun. And then <laughs> um, after the cave, I think, can't quite remember the timeline, but it doesn't really matter. We just happened to run into the Pride Parade, and I hadn't, I missed all the Pride Parades. Um, so Austin Pride is in August? Do they do that? I don't I know. was gonna say because it's too hot in June. It's just as fucking hot in August. It was. Maybe hotter. When we were there, we had, we did not plan this at uh-huh. all. We just bumped into it, and we walked up to the parade, and as we are, Alaska is just going by, who at this point was like my favorite queen. I was just like, yes! It was just like everything seemed to be lining up so for joy fun. yeah um, and then let's see you rode a mechanical bull the bull must have been first yeah i there, we went to one of those quintessential mechanical bull places where everyone's like around screaming and i was like of course i have to ride it, it. it it's a bar it's yeah. a bar it's not just a mechanical bull place <laughs> um so i got on there and did that i think i did pretty well uh, and then you were like, let's get something pierced. Yeah, we like walked by a pierced shop and I was like, okay, why not? I had nothing pierced at this point and I pierced my tragus. And I got to tell you, one of the less wise decisions of my life. It wasn't great. Um, oh, okay. okay. It <laughs> was fine at first, but this tragus gave me so many problems. This is when I realized that my body just like does not enjoy piercings, does not handle it well. And just a side note about this piercing when have you ever known me to be that kind of spontaneous where I'm like, let's pierce something like walked by a piercing shop and decided to pierce something. I take, you must've been in some kind of mood. I know I mull over everything. Also, maybe they shouldn't have pierced me. I was obviously too drunk. Um, but Hey, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> and that kind of city when everyone's out partying, that's why they stay open that late. That's true. Um, but yeah, it was, it's kind of, it's freeing to make impulsive decisions like that, that have low stakes, you know, it totally is. Yeah. Um, on August 28th, uh, you had an amazing brunch at Kirby Lane. Uh, oh, Michaela's yeah. parents treated you guys, oh, which yeah. is sweet. Uh, oh, yeah, they're from Austin, or they lived there for a long time, right? Yeah, so they had all of the uh, okay. all of the wrecks, and Kirby is so good. Oh, my God, it was delicious. Well, good. That's delightful. There were $2 mimosas, so even though someone else is paying, you still paid attention to the price. <laughs> well, $2 mimosas, come on. That's that's worth writing yeah. about. When's, when's the last time you saw a $2 mimosa? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I truly do not know. You bought shorts and shirts at Buffalo Exchange. You met 
Amber, Ethan, and Baby Scarlet at Domain. I don't know who these people are. These are um, friends of Michaela's who were on um, You're the One on MTV. Um, or Are You the One? I forgot what it's called. It's that dating show oh. where you... I never watched it, but you have to... Um, there's like a bunch of people that throw in a house together and everyone wins or they split a million dollars if they can all figure out who their perfect match was in that house. They just put like a bunch of people with the intention that all of them could couple up, but they don't tell them who their perfect match is and they have to figure it out on their own. And if they get it right, they win the money. Um, and they did. And so Ethan and Amber met on the show. They were each other's perfect match. Um, and they are married with, with two kids today. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, you then vaped and had dinner at a food truck. Spicy barbecue wrap. Watched the bats fly. Oh, you conflated your days. Oh, sorry. Um, this day you watched the bats fly. And then drinks in converted houses on Rainy Street. I yeah, think it it's a thing. It's another tourist thing where they, it was like a neighborhood where they turned just residential houses into bars. So they look like oh, just cool. people's actual houses, but it's all party. Okay. I really need to go to fucking Austin. August 29th. Tacos at Taco Cabana, then road trip through Texas. <laughs> Stopped at Fredericksburg. I guess that's a place in Texas. I don't know. Um, tasting store, fudge, and coffee shop. There's like an then, old oh. West Town kind of, I think, is what Fredericksburg is okay. like. It's like a like a saloon style town. And uh, it was the shop where you, it's just like honey and uh, hot sauces and um, chocolates and that kind of stuff, jams. And you just like taste it all before okay. you buy it. It's fun. Oh, fun. Nice Pecos Hotel and gym. You and I drove through there, and we did not have a nice hotel. Right, and I remember we were looking for a hotel, and I was like, "Actually, I think I stayed uh-huh. at a really nice one in Pecos." Uh-huh. Um, and, and then we, we ended up in yeah, didn't a shitbox. Didn't do so great. <laughs> I don't even want to breathe the air in that part of Texas. That is like disgusting, just dusty, hot. Ugh, hated it. <laughs> Next morning, you woke up to text and a hustle. What? Oh. Hustle is like a trigger word for me. Um, I'm pretty sure. Kick, <laughs> I did not know this about you. I think Kick was just trying to keep us on schedule. Poor Kick, because it's like it's like herding cats. Um, and uh-huh. he uh, he's gonna use that very metaphor. He, he, I think he texted Hustle or said he was like, "Come on, Hustle," and I was like, <gasps> "Nothing like uh, Hustle will put me in a fucking mood." Um, it just I don't know why. It just saying Hustle to me in the morning is like more offensive than. Oh my god. <laughs> That is dramatic. Also, that reminds me of my new very favorite phrase. Are you ready? Um, so you know how Peter works for an Australian company, and mm-hmm. the Australians love the c word. There's like absolutely no like um, like people say it just like with full impunity. Um, there's no there's no stigma against that word. I guess it doesn't have the same like oh, social good. weight that it does here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the Brits and the Australians, they love to call each other that. Like it's just a very common phrase in their vernacular. Um, and Peter was on a call the other night and he walked into the room and his face was super red and he got off the, con- the <laughs> he got off the call and I was like, what just happened? He was like, um, we were just on an all company meeting and my boss just used the term metric c- load and I don't know how to feel about it. His boss and is also the like, CEO of a big company uh-huh. and he said that on a big group uh-huh. meeting. Yes. Yikes. And Peter was like, all the Australians on the call didn't blink, but everyone from everywhere else, like all the people that are working in Asia, all the Americans were all just like, uh. 
yeah. felt really weird about that. And Peter texted him afterwards like, I don't know what to do with that term. That was a shocking thing to say. And his boss just laughed and was like, oh, you Americans, you get so easily offended by that word. I encourage you to use it at your at your earliest convenience and report back on the results. Peter was like, not going to do that. No, thank but you. <laughs> I have never heard a better or more evocative phrase than metric load. Um, it's powerful. It's powerful verbiage. Yeah, I don't. I don't recommend you use it. It's not going to be good for um, <laughs> for anyone. I promise. We'll leave it to the people in countries where uh, they can get away with shit like that on in, company calls. In what trees? Countries. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, August thirtieth. You drove from Pecos. Hiked. Hey, you and I did this. Hiked inside Carlsbad Caverns. Oh yeah. So cool and dark. <laughs> uh huh. Um, then you drove to Roswell, shithole alien souvenir town. <laughs> <laughs> Roswell is the shittiest town in America. Um, skip it, everyone. <laughs> well, then you went to Taco Bell and drove to Albuquerque. Not that much better. Man, Albuquerque is a weird fucking place. Um, you vaped a little by yourself and then went to bed annoyed for some reason. Maybe because you were high and no one else was. <laughs> it's not usually the way that works. Uh, <laughs> usually I'm in a better mood. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, last day of this episode, August 31st, drove to the Grand Canyon, so beautiful, jealous, still have never seen it. We um, wham bam saw it, we didn't, we didn't hike it or anything, we were just like, picture, picture, mm-hmm. picture, this is gorgeous, get back in the car and get on our way. <laughs> Familiar. Um, then, or sorry, you said it was so beautiful, then you drove to the Hoover Dam, creepy at night. It was 100 creepy. degrees Fahrenheit and dry. Then you wrote, so much bucket list in one day, Vegas, hotel is beautiful, out on the strip for a few, but we're all too tired. Oh, in the afternoon, you dropped your McDonald's salad and it put you in a bad mood. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like three things in a row. I um, <laughs> first I smashed. I think Michaela had like a Starbucks glass drink. You'd get at like a supermarket. And I uh-huh. we had like just bought it. And I like went to hand it to her and just it shattered all over. I was like, oh, fuck. Sorry. And it was like in the car. Just kind of a, an annoying mess. Then I wait for like. 30 minutes quite hangry at a mcdonald's for the one thing i can have there yes Uh for a chickenless chicken salad that like it's like eight dollars for some iceberg lettuce and i just needed something to eat um and again not an hour later dropped it all over the floor and i'm starving and i just waited so long at the shit at mcdonald's i was like okay everyone i've decided i'm gonna be in a horrible mood for a couple hours just don't fucking talk to me (laughs) Uh, I get it though. That that is. There's nothing like being hangry and then having your food ruined. I've literally eaten food off of my floor because I've been like in such a rush to eat it. I drop it. I'm like, nope. Only option is to eat this. <laughs> Pick it up, dust it off, eat it. You can't do that in Vegas. If you bring um, if you bring the McDonald's salad up to Mick and Kick now, if you're like, do you remember a salad? Um, uh, Michael dropped. They absolutely would. They'd be like, oh yeah, he was in a mood. It was a powerful mood. <laughs> <laughs> powerful, he says. Oh, all right. Um, listen. My energy is fading. We're at a good stopping place. I don't actually care if we heard from any listeners this week, but oh. did we? We did have listener mail. I'm glad to know you don't care, though. You hear that listeners? Cam does not care about you. Um, <laughs> I normally care. I need a nap. Okay, that's fair. You know what? We're going to hold off on the listener mail this week because we got to get her done um, and get Cam to bed. I will say I disagree about this being a good stopping spot because we are in like three quarters done with the road trip and we're we just got to vegas much more than that you're like five hours from your final destination yeah it's kind of a random a random time to stop but it is the end of a month and and we're done so i think it's done (laughs) um 
All right. So if folks want more of my best friend's journal, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram at MBFJ Podcast. They can find our website at mybestfriendsjournal.com or they can shoot us an email at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts where you should absolutely find our page, hit that subscribe button, and while you're at it, hit five stars and leave a sweet little review that we can read right here next time. Sweet little review, baby. It's gorge. Um, that sounds Tiny great. Tiny little review. <laughs> Include the word butthole however you can. (laughs) Dare you. All right, Mike, hustle up and tell us what we can remember until next week. No, fuck you. (laughs) Instant trigger. (laughs) That's what you can remember. Remember never to say hustle to me. Alrighty, here we are doing our sound check. Let's see how this looks today. My head is kind of on fire, and it's not because I'm gay. No, I got a vaccine. That was kind of fever adjacent, wasn't it? Uh, on accident, I was just kind of riffing. <laughs>